You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Live Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. Living in God's presence is the title of this devotion. You know, the Apostle Paul, when he was in Athens and he was ministering there, made the well-known statement, Acts chapter 17, verse 28, we all, uh, when he says, for in him we live and move and have our being. You see, that statement has become quite a familiar statement. In him we live and move and have our being. The Apostle Paul understood that the earth and the fullness thereof is of the Lord and that the whole of the universe cannot contain the fullness and the glory and majesty and the splendor of him who created it all. And you see, we sometimes can be so dull in our senses spiritually that we don't discern him or we can be in such a battle with the forces of darkness, we don't discern him. One pastor's wife contacted me some years ago and she said, Pastor Robert, can you help me because I can't feel the presence of the Lord anymore. I said, what you are feeling is not the absence of the Lord, but the presence of the devil. I said, Satan, how dare you come against this vessel of God? And instantly the evil left her and she became aware of the Lord's presence. The evil was not in her, but was just there. And we could see that even in the upper room, we read about in John chapter 13, that the devil was present there and having already put it into the mind of Judas to betray Jesus. And when Jesus handed the piece of bread to Judas, the Bible says the devil went into him there in John 13. So the devil was there, but Jesus never mentioned it. Jesus never acknowledged it. He never told anybody that. He kept manifesting the presence of the loving Heavenly Father. And this is where the Christian life needs to grow so that no matter if we're surrounded by evil spirits, no matter if we are in a dark world, we, like it says in Isaiah 60, have risen out of prostration in which the circumstances kept us to the light of the life of the Son of God in us. And we now shine as a light in the darkness, as Jesus also says in John, in Matthew chapter five. So let me read you here a psalm that has helped me in my journey, and I'm gonna read it to you from the Living Bible, Psalm 116. I'll start at verse one and just go until verse 12, okay? It's a Psalm of David. I love the Lord because he hears my prayers and answers them, because he bends down and listens. I will pay, pray, as long as I breathe. I love that. I will pray as long as I breathe. And you see, you learn this over time, that even though at the moment of praying, you don't always feel or see something, 
It's kind of like when Jesus spoke to that um, fig tree in Mark chapter 11. He spoke to the fig tree, be, uh, no one will ever eat of you again, Jesus said. And nobody could see anything happen at that moment to the fig tree. But the next day, Peter remarked and said, look, Lord, the fig tree to whom you spoke yesterday is completely deteriorated from the roots up. And you see, Jesus said it. He knew that what he said was happening. And then he teaches us there in Mark 11, starting at verse 22, 23 through 26, that when you speak in prayer, believe that what you speak in prayer is happening while you're praying. Believe that. And then he says to you and me, now, if you know your brother has ought against you, forgive him, forgive him, release him, let go the offense against him, clear it out of the way so it won't obstruct you noticing the answers to your prayers. And often, folks, the answer to the prayer is there, but we're not always aware of it because of things that we need to get out of the way. But I love it. He says, as long as I breathe, I will pray. Then listen to this. Verse 3 of Psalm 116. Death stared me in the face. I was frightened and sad. Then I cried, Lord, save me. How kind he is, how good he is. So merciful, this God of ours. The Lord protects the simple and childlike. I was facing death and then he saved me. Now I can relax for the Lord has done this wonderful miracle for me. <clears throat> he has saved me from death and my eyes from tears and my feet from stumbling. I shall live, yes, in his presence here on earth. Oh, that statement, I shall live, yes, in his presence here on earth. And then he says this in verse 10, in my discouragement, I thought they are lying when they say I will recover. You see, he first says, the Lord heard my prayers. However, to, he says, but when I was going through my discouragement, I thought that's oh, not happening. Every one of us can have those times in our lives and then wherever that feeling is coming from, from our human nature or from the devil, but it's not coming from God because the Father says, I am with you. I will hear you. I hear you. I'm with you. I will answer your prayers. Whoever calls upon me, I will save. You see, we have so many promises that the Lord is with us and hears us. In Him we move and have our being. You see, Friends, when you have those feelings, it's not happening. They're trying to stop you from praying, but no, just keep praying through as we used to say. We pray through the darkness. We pray through that opposing feeling. We pray through all of those forces that are trying to keep us from seeing the answers. And we keep praying and praying and praying with the absolute faith that what we're praying is happening and that we're in His presence. And we keep just praying and praying and pop, we're through. That's what we call praying through. And I want to encourage you today. Don't ever think God's not there for you. Don't ever act God like God's not there for you. Don't ever allow such thoughts or feelings. Don't ever have such attitudes like God's not there. Don't ever do it. Don't do it. 
Can you hear me? Don't do it. Just, no, I'm not going to act like God's not there for me and doesn't care for me after all he's done for me. I'm going to be loyal to him as he's loyal to me. I'm going to love him as he's loved me. I'm going to honor him as he has never failed to love me. You see, Jesus, when he was surrounded by horrible, cruel unbelief, remember <clears throat> the day before he had cried out in John 7, 37, if anyone thirsts, let him come to me. And out of his innermost being will come a river of living water. And this he spoke about the Holy Spirit who had not yet been given for yet, not yet been glorified. And then the next morning, he's in the temple teaching and they bring a woman caught in the act of adultery. And he says, whoever is without sin, cast the first stone. Nobody could do it. And then he said to the woman, go and sin no more. And they saw the display of mercy and grace. And he begins to talk to them. And instead of them wanting the same mercy they saw him give to that woman, they got angry with him and offended with him and tried to stone him. True, you read it there. What did Jesus say in the middle of that? Father, Father, where are you? Why aren't you helping me? How come this is all going against me? No, friends, listen to what he said. He who sent me is with me, the Father, has not left me alone, for I always do those things that please him. That's verse 29 of John 8. Right in the middle of all of that opposition and darkness and contrariness, Jesus just said, Father, I know you're always with me. I know that you love me. I know that you're for me. I love doing what pleases you. Do you, do you see the old conquering? the more than conquering grace that God gives you and me, that no matter what we go through in this life, we live in this wonderful conviction, the Lord is with me, he never leaves me. Jesus said in John 14 verse 16, I will ask the Father and he will give you another comforter who will be with you forever. He is with you now, but he will be in you. And in that day, when the Holy Spirit is in you, you will know I'm in the Father and you are in me and I am in you. And as I live, you will live also. And if you love me, then you will respond and do what I'm telling you. And you will be loved by my Father and my Father and I will come and make our abode with you, in you. Come on, saying God, is with me. Living in His presence, folks, is more powerful than you can imagine. It's not just an outward awareness, it's an inward awareness. We are His body. We are the temple of His Holy Spirit. And He says, fear not, I'm with you. Don't be dismayed. I am Almighty God. I will help you. I will strengthen you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. I'll close with this little story. In the 90s, I had been ministering in the far east of Russia, and I was on my way back to England, but I had a layover in Moscow for nine hours. And I'm sitting there for hours and hours, drinking my little cup of tea, and suddenly, like an elevator, I could feel myself become aware of the world coming down into the consciousness of the world with all of its lusts and all the buzz, buzz, buzz of the world. And I said, I closed my eyes, I said, no, Father, no, Father, I'm not of this world, I'm not of this world. 
and instantly, like an elevator, I was drawn back up into his presence, into the consciousness of his presence. And he spoke to me and he said to me, I'm upholding you with my own righteousness. And this, my dear friends, has so helped me. Paul talks about this in Philippians 3, that by faith, by trusting, relying, depending upon him, we live in the righteousness that he imparts by his Holy Spirit. Oh, what a wonderful thing to live in the presence of God inwardly. Amen. Have a good day.